0: I would ask for your forgiveness, but it is the nature of being a captive to not have a lot of time, so sorry.
1: Last time of lost legends of Scadriel
2: and
3: that's when you got the message that the uh, daughter of Lord Irvan uh, Veretta is having a birthday party or a ball to celebrate her 25th birthday.
0: I do love a good party.
1: What's the job?
0: The job is to enjoy their hospitality as much as we possibly can, and maybe uh, set their entire house on fire.
3: There was a courier coming out of the city that got intercepted. We want you to recover the message.
2: What if, what if we went in as representatives of the, the Irving estate, and... We were just, like, taste-testing everything to make sure it was up to our standards, and then we'd have to, then, uh, be the bearer of bad news for said chef.
3: You, you really, you just don't know, do you?
2: What did she do?
3: Uh, the, the party is to uh, announce her engagement to your brother. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scodreal, Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the well-roasted
2: dusters.
0: I am Lena, also known as Belladora Wilds.
2: I'm Zach, and I am Finnegan Ballman.
1: I'm John, and I play Cladis Logan. Uh, let's jump back in. Uh,
3: We're gonna insert ourselves. Either we can have some role playing going on the night everybody reconvenes at the uh, tavern that you're staying at, or we can go ahead and jump into the next final uh, next day, which is the last day, if I remember correctly, before the
1: uh, ball is supposed to happen. I say we do a little role playing on the the night back. All right, yeah, go right ahead. Well, it wasn't a complete waste of time. I didn't manage to get anyone to buy the rumors I was trying to spread, but I got us a few underlings we can put to good use. Well, Finn, I think I'll uh, send them your way to help fill in your crew.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to have some kind of uh, staff. I think that's what a chef does, isn't it? Yes. They just He just tells people to do things?
1: Yes. Now huh. I wouldn't rely on them to actually know anything about food or manners, but you can dress them up in them outfits and sick them about to steal stuff. They're good at stealing. That's like
2: ninety nine percent of the way there. So, um, so um, well, we know I've got my uh, got my costume ready to go, and really excited about that. Um, <laughs> it does but I did manage to go down to the docks and talked with their uh, their leader. And he's intrigued at the idea that uh, uh, forming like a coalition of workers and possibly throwing a little bit of a protest the night of the party for our distraction.
0: Not that he knows that, but. Uh, Throughout all of this, Bella has been uncharacteristically quiet. And normally she has two modes, and those are. Smug and petulant. But she is neither of those right now. Um, in fact, probably the best word that you could use to describe the expression that's on her face is uh, murderous.
1: Ooh, Bella, you are channeling a little bit more of that energy from when I first met you.
2: What's going on? I don't like this look. I've seen this look. No, wait, I haven't seen this look.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I got a bit of bad news earlier on. And suffice it to say, I think that I might be walking straight into a trap.
2: Didn't we already
1: know that?
0: Well... Don't we always? Yeah, but not quite of this magnitude.
1: (laughs) Now you got me all curious.
0: Uh, I won't go into the nitty-gritty details, but... It would seem that that little snake, Veretta has a bit of a bargaining chip. And the Mm. impetus for this particular party of hers is not just for her birthday, it's also to announce her engagement to my baby brother.
2: Wow. There's a doozy.
1: I suppose on the bright side, you're about to become a rich bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Theoretically, in law.
0: Yeah, well, as far as they're concerned, they're going to distance themselves as much as possible from my family, which is not much of a surprise since they're sort of the reason why my family name is a pile of rubble.
2: I thought your family name was Wild.
0: Uh, Finn, now's not the time.
2: <laughs>
1: Bella, you're gonna be okay. You need some time. We can we can always put off the job if you need to. Uh, no.
2: we can't. We can't do that. I've I've got the costume and everything ready to go.
1: Finn, you can use that costume anywhere someone is trying to throw some catering. No, because the rules say it disappears after this job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I want to do apart from put a bullet right in her pretty little head. This is the second time that she's done this to me, and I just. This isn't the second second time that she's engaged to my brother, but this is the second time she's taken my family from me.
2: I was going to ask.
0: Well,
1: luckily we do have something staged and planned that would help facilitate that. So if that's the way you want to go, I'll support you.
0: I did manage to secure some support from the factory workers. There's. Still an independent owner in the city named Sindrin, and he said that he would support whatever plans for a union or a protest or whatever that I thought of. And I did manage Boy, to wow. get another ticket.
1: Well, that is excellent news. Not sure who would have used it since Finn already has access to the party. Oh, no, not Does quite. We still have to get the guy the fired. access. True through, or kidnap him. Boy, it's going to be a busy day. <laughs> well, I think perhaps that's a good good spot for us to maybe take a bit of a nap and think it over for the morning. Give yourself some time to settle in with that little surprise
2: bomb.
0: Yeah, I just I have a bit of a concern, and that is that When I left Rashikin last time, it obviously wasn't really on the best, uh, best of terms with the Irvins, And they essentially told me that I was not to be in contact with my family at all, ever again, if they were to retain the tiny bit of pride that they have left. So I worry that when I show up in two days time they're going to use that as an excuse to retaliate against my family.
2: Hmm.
1: So you want to stage a coup?
0: I'm gonna be honest with you, Cladis. At this point, I don't know what I want to do.
1: Fair enough. Only more reason I think Get some good rest tonight. We can we can worry about these ramifications in the morning.
0: Easy for you to say. It's not your family.
1: Well, what I do know is that getting yourself a good rest can sometimes give perspective. I am no stranger myself to, shall we say, tragedies among the family.
2: I mean... The the reason I don't have any family right now is because of someone holding power over them, and, you know, we could have done something about it, and we didn't. So maybe we can prevent your family from suffering that same fate.
1: Well said, Finn. Well said.
2: I've got your back if you need it, and I'll gladly do whatever you need.
0: Thanks. I know it probably doesn't sound like a lot coming from me, but... I appreciate
1: it. I think at that point, Klytus will just kind of get up, tip his hat, and then head to, uh,
2: I forget how, what we set our lodgings up in, but he's going to go to sleep at the very least.
0: Probably not the nicest uh, one in town, just because Bella wanted to be a little bit off
3: of the beaten path.
1: Which Klytus will have no problems with.
3: Uh, Bella, do you go to sleep that night?
0: Eventually. Uh, she probably stays up a little bit later, has a drink before bed, stews a little bit, and then goes to bed quite late.
3: Okay, but doesn't do anything, uh, like doesn't leave or try and do anything drastic in the nighttime? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys wake up. Um, we'll do the same kind of system as we did for the last couple, where if you do a couple of small things, then you can get two beats, or if you do one more lengthy process, then it'll only be one beat for the day. Um, before we jump back into the role playing, do we want to kind of establish a meta plan for the heist? Um, we could actually open up one of the worksheets that uh, the Crafty Games includes with this game and fill that out for once if somebody wants to. We have a worksheet? There's a heist worksheet. in uh... What?
1: (laughs) My mind is blown. Is this Alloy of Law stuff? No, it's in the the first one. Oh, man. I didn't notice that. Wow. I want to do the worksheet
3: now. You know, I, I figure at some point I should actually do the things that Crafty says we should do in this game instead of just taking the (laughs) rolls and running with it. And this seems like the one that fits most perfectly with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it fits perfectly. I guess it's more a scheme worksheet than a heist worksheet, still.
2: Yeah. Because technically the only one that's really on a heist is Clytus. True enough. Well, I mean, you
3: guys' plan is to steal a bunch of stuff. But I think this one's one's more nebulous, since it is one of our first uh, homebrew missions with this crew um that i think we could benefit from this so it basically comes down to having uh, eight questions so the first question
1: is what is your overall goal i think right now we're kind of split into two different well a few different things so yeah maybe we need to focus that i know for colitis his priorities are steal stuff to make money and steal that courier package
2: I'm thinking for Finn, it's going to be primarily uh, helping Bella cause as much mayhem as possible.
0: And meanwhile, Bella's is create as much mayhem as possible.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then that hasn't really changed since you learned that both your brother's going to be there and the event that's going on?
0: Um, I think that it definitely has, but... (sighs) I'm not sure how to kind of narrow it down, because her mind is just focused on destroy Irvin's keep brother safe.
3: I mean, that could be the goal right there. Destroy Irvin's keep brother safe.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the problem is that mine doesn't quite align with that. How do we... This is a team thing, right?
2: I mean, if we're, if we're going to be completely honest, Clydes' goals have never really gotten... We, we don't really know Klytus' goals. <laughs> exactly. Clytus is a plus one. For a lot of things. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been pretty
1: consistent with what he said. His goal is to make money and survive. <laughs> I think I gave that speech, you know, right when we had that private talk during the election and gave a variation of that when I was like, rust this whole intrigue. Let's just kill us a wolf or a coyote. Get the money and get out of here.
3: Yeah, and I don't think that it necessarily... It, they don't they, conflict, don't conflict. as far so as like a it, primary, It's still like thing. stealing a important courier package from them. That falls under destroying the Irvans. Stealing money from them. That falls okay, under destroying Irvans. So I think destroy Irvans, protect the Wild family,
1: pretty decent goal. Profit. Profit. Well, I think we're, we're already on the way to this. So for Method, I say we just take a book out of... Or a page out of Benches' book, and let's start a riot.
2: <laughs> so it's so it's basically start riot question mark destroy Irvans step three. No, no, no. method?
3: The next question is what is your method? Oh, method, um, Clitus, I think your method to might be a little bit Verena. different than everybody else's, just because you also want to get that courier package.
1: Yeah. Yeah, was they they're okay to burn everything down? And Clydes is like, well, we need to grab at least one. Um,
3: How okay is Bella with burning everything down now?
0: Um, probably not okay with burning everything down. She's okay with that as long as she manages to evacuate her family first. Burnt, burning then every, burn Burning.:
2: Burning everything down is OK. Burning everyone down yeah. is not OK.
0: Yeah.
3: OK, so I guess that's a good segue into question three then: What is standing in your way?
0: Uh, Bella definitely doesn't want uh, her family, and more specifically, her brother, to be caught in the crossfire, and that is definitely her biggest fear going into this.
2: And then whatever security they have for the ball, for the, ball, uh, for the gallery itself. Security.
1: Uh, what is your in? Question four. We have a few of them. We've got Finn's disguise. We have the invitations. And we have Molotov cocktails. <laughs>
3: I don't think those count as an in. In fact, <laughs> that's one thing that I'm going to have, cl- have to have clarified is how you get, sneak those in. But... Uh, Okay, so question five. Gladys has a big duster. uh, What do you have to work with? Well, you've got the Molotov cocktails. You've got the Um, chef's cart in disguise.
0: I have a very good way of smuggling Molotov cocktails, and don't even worry about (laughs) it. You've got your weapons (laughs) bustle. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) I was also thinking, like, Finnegan can bring them in crates as supplies.
3: So uh, for question five, what do you have to work with? The invitations... The um, Molotov cocktails, Finn's chef disguise and supplies. Um, and
0: Bella's unbridled Some fury. Links.
3: Unbridled fury. Uh, chief among our weapons are surprise. Uh, surprise and fear. Okay. Um, anything else that you guys have to work with at the moment? Oh, you've also got the uh, extras that John hired. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. the the uh, factory workers and the dock workers that are willing to start a protest.
3: Excellent. Potentially. So question six, what don't you know? What don't
0: we know?
2: We don't know. We don't know where the guards are. We don't know anything about the security. No. We don't know if Bella's brother is marrying into the family willingly or if he's being forced to. Mm-hmm. We don't know and where the is. If he packages. is marrying willingly, why? Because this girl sounds like a complete B.
1: <laughs> In apartment three.
3: Hmm. Uh, question seven. What could go wrong? We could die.
2: We could die.
0: We could die. Fella's family could die. could die.
2: We could also not die.
1: We could get stood up But other
2: people could die that we don't want to die.
0: By our protesters.
1: (laughs) Apart from people dying. (laughs) (laughs) And acts of God, what could go wrong? Our underlings could fuck things up, blow our cover. There's Um, a lot that can go wrong. They could turn on us, sell us out to the Irvins.
2: We have to make sure that the chef doesn't have any kind of writ to get into the party because Finn would need one? Or did we... Uh, or that'd be another thing that we could have Bella forge as a, as a writ because she's already forged uh, Valetta's signature once. We could get like a special, I'm assuming there's some kind of writ for ooh, saying who, who I am, what I'm doing there.
0: So I guess to summarize, what could go wrong is that we don't get into the party the way that we were planning to and um, Bella's brother gets caught in the crossfire, we don't get the courier.
2: We could also also have to deal with the security forces if the protests do not take any away.
3: I'm going to throw one out there. Uh, You guys could get caught and arrested. uh, Or we could die, Trevor. (laughs) Or we could die.
0: Yeah,
1: that's part of it, too.
0: So really, there's a there's a lot that could go wrong, and very little that could go right, <laughs> is what I'm understanding. Pretty much. <laughs> I think that's just kind of how the roasted dusters do.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like that's not too terribly different than how we normally operate.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. So question eight: What comes
3: next if you're successful?
1: If we're successful? Or I think I think that's what get our like. shit and get out.
3: Uh, I think that there's a little more nuance to it when that with that when it comes to Bella's particular
2: motivations. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um,
0: I think that if if this plan does succeed, um, Bella wants to take the next steps in making sure that the Urbans, uh fall out of power or stay out of power, and um, securing the safety of her family.
1: Well, that's one of the big downsides about a revolution, is it does not establish order.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's not interested in establishing order, just making sure that the people she doesn't like are no longer in power, and that her family is okay. we would
1: always We're try and get be like the mob the... to sweep up the pieces.
2: We're gonna be like the Mistborn Assassins of old, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, cool. That's the thing, is the Mistborn Assassins of old had a lend to put the pieces together. I mean, essentially... Yeah, I guess you just have to kill them, wouldn't you? Yeah.
2: So otherwise, Vindicate, they'll just
1: pick uh, up the pieces and and say, "See, this is why we have the order as it is. Otherwise, everything goes to hell."
0: So we
2: have to destroy the order. Yeah,
0: Bella's down for that. All right. Well,
2: we and hope uh, that whatever and hope that whatever power the wilds gain from this is enough to protect us.
1: Well, I don't know that the wilds would be the one picking up the pieces to get the power from what I've what I've what I've heard.
2: Or the, or the Unions, whatever whatever takes form.
1: Ah, yeah, the Unions would be more like. But I think if, if they're going to step in to take over the power, that's definitely something Bella would have to take point on.
3: So with uh, all of that in mind, um, let's jump back into doing some role-playing and figure out what everybody's doing for the day. Um, from, if I'm remembering correctly, you forged the... Rit giving um whoever was holding it authorization to do business on behalf of the Irvans, but you hadn't fired the chef yet, correct? That's we great. have not fired the okay. chef yet. So I think that was one thing that's on the agenda that needs to get done today. Um and then um, whatever else everybody else needs uh wanted to have to be prepared for tomorrow.
2: I'd say I'd say also set up the connection between um between, uh, uh between Brill at the docks and the uh Uh, factory foreman that Lena was speaking Uh, with. Sindrin? Sindrin. Uh, That way uh, they're able to that way they're able to organize some form of protest or riot. So who does what?
0: Um, I have one other thing that I might want to look into. Uh, Did we decide who we want to give the extra ticket to? Because if it's not one of us, then uh, Bella might look into if there is like another kind of like outspoken person against the Irvins or somebody they just straight up hate and would not want coming to this party.
1: Um way well, yeah, I see it, there's two potential uh, 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 Clytus could potentially do it if we wanted to go with the guise of him as your bodyguard. Okay. But if we want Clytus to be sort of the head of the revolution battering down the front doors, obviously he can't do that role if he's being a bodyguard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's kind of, we need to decide where we want Clydes.
3: Well, mean, and if Clytus we... has an invitation, he doesn't have to be attached to Belladora as a bodyguard. And that, that comes without the inherent risk of convincing them to let you in as her bodyguard.
1: Well, I don't. Even with an invitation, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I don't see him being let in with the invitation unless he's got some plausible reason like that. Because I, I got the impression the Irvins are the kinds that are like, we don't associate with your kind here.
3: I mean, my, uh, my view of the situation is that they're also the kind of employers that if somebody shows up with an invitation and gets denied and they weren't supposed to be... Then it's not worth the potential storm that would fall on that employee's head. I mean,
1: fair enough, but Clydes is not going to be inconspicuous. That's very true. So I mean, he may get the, through uh, the front the door, other... but he's not getting past high, the higher management.
2: Okay, so um, I I'd say I'd say instead of going the chef angle, we give if if uh, Clydes is going to be in the front lines of protesting and rioting, uh, give Finnegan the ticket, drop drop the chef angle, uh, unless we can, um, because um, that'll give him an in, and he'll be able to keep an eye on, on Bella, regardless if he's just a guest at the party. That
3: is another option. And not to throw too many options or everything out there at once, but... You guys don't necessarily even have to be managing that aspect of the protest slash riot depending on how escalated you want it to get. If you leave it to um, Sindrin and Brill to work out, then it's probably going to be a lot less violent and a lot less actually distracting, but it's going to be a lot more legitimate.
1: Well, that's a fair point. If it's actually legitimate, then there's there's less of a chance of uh Bella's family getting caught in the crossfire, I feel like.
2: It'll seem like it's it's it'll it'll put the blame off of Bella for the machinations of what's going on and still have a way to politically disrupt <coughs> the Iranes.
1: Well, not only that, but th- there will be literally less crossfire. Yeah. So what do you think, Clytus's bodyguard? Um I will give give me give him potentially an angle to get the courier package, and it'll also let us get the underlings in as Finn's assistants. Yeah. Plus, you'll also get the satisfaction of seeing the frown on her face when you walk in with a very uncouth Coloss blooded.
0: Yeah, maybe we can get uh, Clytus to flip a couple tables while Bill is setting up for whatever she's whatever she's gonna do. <laughs> I don't know what
1: that is yet. <laughs> Ms. Belladore. I will happily create any sort of scene you would like. I do believe I would get quite a bit of pleasure out of that. Just predatory smile plastered across his face. All right, so who's doing what today? That's a good question. I was thinking about staking out the security. Maybe that's still a good idea. Unless I'm needed for anything anyone else has.
2: Um. So my my two my two items on the agenda are um uh, getting Sindrin and Brill to agree to a pro to uh getting syndrome and Brill together to plan a protest and um and then uh firing the chef so I can take his place
0: yeah maybe um Finn and Bella can kind of split off first thing in the morning to meet up with their respective uh, dock worker and factory owner contacts. Okay. Then go get them to meet up, and then go fire a chef.
3: Okay. So you want to do those two things? Um, not necessarily together for the first half, but like, um, essentially what I'm what I'm imagining is that you split off. You uh, Bella goes to get Sindron. Uh, Finn goes to get Brill, and then you go to a meeting place that you had figured out beforehand with both of them kind of talk them through exactly what you had in mind or like what what you've been noticing in the city and in other cities and kind of go over with what happened in Morlane's crook and the kind of corruption that they saw there and what they've been doing to deal with it um Mm -hmm. and then um do you give them any specific instructions on what you want to see or do you just kind of let them stew together
2: I'd say let them stew together. Um they they live in the town, they know what the town need, needs more than we would. Um and they can and they'd be able to get the organization and the people to to be successful.
0: Yeah, I think that Bella would just kind of introduce them and then spend a little bit of time kind of reminding them, rubbing some salt in the wounds as it were. Uh, about things that have been going wrong in Rashikin and uh things that could be fixed and could be better. Mm-hmm. And then and Br- just kind of letting them letting them talk about it for a bit.
2: And I mean Brill was Brill was almost persuaded he just needed some some kind of bigger name in the town to be able to work with him. And it sounds like Sindrin is the way to do that.
3: Yeah, he, he was mostly concerned because his um his expertise isn't lying directly with the town, even though he oversees kind of as it leaves the town. But that um since he has more central support outside of it, he isn't influenced as much by what's going on, I think is how we explained it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and forming a coalition of the supply chain is a way to get power back in the way to the workers
3: uh both of you go ahead and give me one more influence role uh bella were you doing any kind of um rioting as this meeting was going on
0: uh yeah i think that she would have uh burnt one of her charges rioting their again their kind of sense of rebellion or no nah, probably anger is what she would be focused on
3: okay go ahead and give me an alamancy role first
0: okay
2: uh, is and would this roll be the one I get the plus one for?
3: Uh, did we not give that out?
2: You gave it out, but we hadn't used it. Go
3: ahead and use it then. But um, wait just a moment. Let uh, Bella roll first.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, not too great. That was threes.
3: Threes is good enough. So good uh, both
1: of you add one to your uh to your roll. Threes is nothing to sneeze at. Ones is not too great. Threes is great.
0: <laughs> that was again threes
2: on my influence role. Fours.
3: Yeah, so they both, um they've kind of like they, they've heard about each other through uh, different channels, you know, they've had to have a business relationship in the past on off and on. And so it doesn't take long before they're kind of chatting and like talking about the different things that they're they're tired of seeing in the town and the different favoritism that's being played and how commerce in the town is being affected by it. And so um once once Bella kind of got the ball rolling with them, they kind of took over and started making it even more technical and applying more to the, the city as it goes. And so you kind of just took that opportunity to bow out and uh, leave them to do the planning.
0: All right, Finn, let's get a chef fired.
3: Let's do it. Um, you arrive to the restaurant. Um, does anybody want to name it?
1: Le Fromage. <laughs> uh, French exists, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry, le fro- fromage. Because,
2: La- because not because all of the names totally aren't based on France anyway. Well,
3: but it's it's the idea of us we're t- using English to express what's going on in there. But then when you throw a French word in there, that's a French word.
1: <laughs> Let's go with the fromage. <laughs> Okay.
2: Uh, that's that's the that's the Rust's way of saying it th- that's just cheese isn't it
3: Yo, so you walk into cheese and wait uh, no, for the, some no reason, the burn it's the gotta burning be fromage. Cheese. it sounds fancy <laughs> you walk into fromage and uh for some reason all over the walls are a bunch of uh cartoon drawing looking drawings of a rat character that's been personified and it's holding a musical instrument.
0: Is that Ratatouille? Uh, it's
3: Chuck E. Cheese. I
1: don't it's
0: know
2: if e. i to uh,
3: to click with you or not, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, Char- I do know Chuck E.
2: Cheese. Char- it's Charles E. Fromage. That's Charles the name e. of the e. restaurant. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the most high class restaurant
3: in Rashikin. Um. <laughs> and there is a uh, hostess who is standing at the front waiting to seat people.
0: Uh so just a point of clarification real quick, did we send the letter out ahead of time letting them know to expect people uh on behalf of the urbans or am I am I still holding that letter?
3: Uh I would assume you're still holding it.
0: Okay. Um in that case, I am going to uh storm up as snootily as possible and hand over the letter with a flourish.
3: Uh, do you hand it over to the hostess? Yes. Okay. Um, you hand it over to her give her a chance to read it. And you see the color kind of drain from her face a little bit. And um, her eyes kind of go a little bit more wide. And she um, kind of stammers something that a little bit unintelligible, hands you the letter back and then quickly kind of rushes to the back to get a manager.
0: I kind of give Finn a little bit of a nudge.
2: Finn, uh, Finn nods a little bit. He's trying his best to look to kind of embody snootiness. So, <laughs> like, uh, I
3: just, I just have to know, what's Finn's role in firing the guy who looks remarkably like him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's gonna try to be unassuming <laughs> and let Bella do the work. <laughs> I just,
3: okay. Uh so this manager comes up front, um has a very very obsequious smile on their face and welcomes you in to uh Charles D Fromage um and asks what uh what what can I do for you today?
0: Well, as you probably read, if you can read, we are here to test the facilities.
3: I uh, but the menu has already been decided and tested before by Lady Veretta herself.
0: Yes, we understand that, but she is having second thoughts, and we were sent to assuage her doubts, if that's possible.
3: Go ahead and give me a charm roll and add two for the letter.
0: That is... Uh, two's and two nudges.
3: Oh, you beat him by one nudge.
0: Oh God.
3: <laughs> well, of course, of course. Please have a seat. And we we will be right out with it. And um, he brings you over to a table. It's the um nicest in the in the room. Um, he actually like snaps his fingers and a couple people come out and put like candles on the table and, um, pour you a glass of wine and, um, they start bringing out course after course. Um, I don't really want to get too Jr. or, um, get too Tolkien here and start describing the feast that you have, but you know, about seven courses that they bring out of, uh, varying lightness and flavors. And, um, it really is quite excellent food.
2: Finnegan is trying his best to not look like he's enjoying it.
0: Meanwhile, Bella looks like every bite is physically paining her.
3: <laughs> uh, we're gonna say that it's about the the third course when they bring out a shrimp dish, and I'm gonna need a physique roll from Finn.
1: Wouldn't it be like a willpower or something?
3: Uh, willpower isn't is a more of a health and not a um, attribute or a standing. So actually, yeah, make it a spirit roll.
2: Spirit roll. Yep.
3: So three dice. Nothing. <laughs> okay, you absolutely <laughs> devour the shrimp, and you you give it in completely into it, and like it's it's pretty obvious that you enjoyed yourself when it came to the shellfish there.
2: I enjoyed my shellfish.
3: Those are
1: terrible. I can't. I, I can't eat another bite. Mm, Bring so out
3: good. some more.
1: That one is two.
2: So he's taking a bite, his eyes get wide, and he's kind of looking at Bella like you're telling you telling me this is how people like this is how rich people eat all the time oh this this is this is so delightful and he's trying to not not be loud. he's just doing this as an aside to Bella he
3: has to turn his head and wipe a tear from his eye
2: <laughs> he takes he takes the uh he takes the uh lap napkin and just is just dabbing his face (laughs) Uh, i'm sorry it's 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 too spicy
3: (laughs) 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 okay so you get to the end of all of the dishes and um the chef himself comes out and he kind of gives a double take when he sees finn but um they both stand uh in front of you and the um, manager asks, um, "So uh, is there anything that we can change to be more to Mister Van's liking?"
0: Uh, well, um, I'm glad you asked. Frankly, I was disappointed by this whole endeavor, and I, I don't think that Lady Veretta is going to be very pleased. By the circus that you've put on. I don't think that we'll be needing your services tomorrow.
3: Um, Go ahead and give me a charm roll plus one.
0: Should already modify
1: that for Finn's giving in? Yeah.
0: Oh, that was two fives.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And with the modifier from Finn, they were at fours. You guys get me every time. All right, so there is um, quite a bit of back and forth. The chef gets very angry. Um, the manager actually points at Finn at one point and starts yelling about the shrimp and how much he enjoyed it and how the Irvans have loved their shrimp for years and he can't believe that this is the way that the relationship's being broken without even a visit from the family. But with um, having studied the Irvans um, quite closely over the years that you were there, you kind of have memorized exactly the the mannerisms and um just overall attitude that they and their people have when dealing with this sort of thing and so it's not long before um you make a couple of uh, idle threats and at one point you just raise one eyebrow and that's when all of the uh, protest stops and they let you leave the restaurant
2: um while the chef was on his tirade, did i pick up any mannerisms or uh Patterns of speech.
3: Uh, give me a wits roll.
2: That was four threes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you feel like you might be able to uh, adapt some of your own behaviors to more closely match his.
2: I, I don't know if that gets like a bonus or not. And I know it doesn't, but I just wanted to point out that it was all threes that were rolled. <laughs>
3: OK, so um, with those things out of the way, let's jump over to Clytus and your last action your uh, actions for today. Are you still thinking that you just want to observe security?
1: I think so. Get a good, good stake out. Get my underlings to come with me. Okay, um, so how exactly are you um,
3: Let's um let's talk about a little bit about how you're dealing with the underlings. So you're what is it that you've told them that they're supposed to do when they go with Finn?
1: Um I I basically told them that uh it's a it's a heist job. We're just going to try and steal as much stuff as they can and uh I'm giving specific instructions that uh I want to grab one uh like uh, like a handful-sized box, like something that you could hold comfortably between two hands, nothing super huge or large, um, just big enough to, you know, like let's say that you might have, gosh, now I can't think of anything that I'm trying to use as an example. Is it larger think than of, a bread like, box? No, no, about <laughs> the size of a bread box, thank you. I, I want them to steal one of Veretta's presents and make sure that the wrapping stays intact. That's about the size of a bread box, <laughs> and then just basically anything else they can steal that looks valuable. That's not, you know, not going to blow their cover. And we're just going to kind of like ferry this this stuff out in uh, the the cart that Finn has. For. So
2: we're taking all of the silverware.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Silverware, jewels, whatever we can get our hands on, that's uh, valuable.
3: Okay, and then um, what are you having them do to try and observe the security
1: forces? Um, Can you give me a a better idea of what the manor is like?
3: Um, So the manor is the largest and most pristine looking building in the city. Um, It's fashioned to look exactly like one of the old keeps of Luthedel would look like um nice big stone gothic architecture um with lots of stained glass uh big wide um property around with lots of shrubs and um uh, different things um and it's almost it's almost like a fusion between uh an alendel keep and then there's also a um plantation style mansion that is uh, attached on this property but just incredibly ostentatious huge property with completely manicured lawns and gardens um, you know the typical. I'm the richest person in town, and this is how you can tell property.
0: God, they're so tacky.
1: So, um, I think with them, I'll have them try to. Mm, what what's around the manor? Is the, is it just like completely gate kept from the rest of the community, or is there any like local tavern or somewhere that we could try and be? semi-inconspicuous while we observe yeah
3: there's definitely like a gate around it and if this were like a modern day city on earth um, we would think more of like that being closer to Central Park than it is somebody's property like the way that it's positioned inside the city
1: Mm -hmm. it sounded like there's really not much way for me to stake this out too well then I think well. I mean, for them, I would ha- I would try to instruct them to pretend to be like I don't know shoe shiners or something in like local taverns. Look like they actually have a reason to be there and just kind of observe to see if they can find any changing of the guards, kind of a thing. Um, and you know, just case the joint as much as they could. Um, likewise, I will be doing the same. Uh, are there any like trees I could try and hide in? Uh, Give me a spirit roll. Oh, that's like my worst stat. <laughs> Here we go. Nope, nothing. Yeah, they've uh, really tried to keep
3: the atmosphere around it to a very pristine looking, so it's a lot of younger trees. And so none of them are of a significant size that a Kolos-blooded man could climb and hide in.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I'm just picturing Clyde is trying to hide in like a really small tree and it just bends under his weight but doesn't break because it's young wood and it's limber but it's just him sitting on top of it with binoculars <laughs> and it's just bent down onto the ground all the way down to the ground to where he's not even raised up in the air
1: all right well i guess there's no way for me to be inconspicuous so i'll set the underlings to direct observation and um i'm going to try and just get word f- again from the criminal element. Um, try and get in contact with people who have previously attempted to raid the place.
3: Okay, go ahead and give me an influence roll um, plus one.
1: Sweet. I just got two nudges, so I'm going to re-roll my three dice left. <laughs> And I'm left with two nudges and a five, so nothing.
3: Okay, yeah, you, um, you're, you're just met with the same sort of thing. Nobody wants to cross the Irvans. Um, anybody that even considers hearing you out as soon as that name crosses your lips or you mention where you're looking at, um, you know, insults, turn and run, just completely cold shoulder no matter what. Son of the
1: Survivor. I'm starting to remember why I left this place.
3: He <laughs> said that last time, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's starting to remember again.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm finished remembering why I left this place. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink.
3: Okay, yeah, so you guys all meet back up at the tavern again at the end of the day. Um, and then we can do some, uh, role-playing or, uh, something else before we end the episode, and then we will get to the ball next week.
2: Is there any chance I could procure something with, uh, laxative properties? Um,
3: I would say I might be inclined to let you do that, but the, where I see you going with this, um, (laughs) <laughs> do you plan on actually cooking food at the ball tomorrow
2: I wanted to give the appearance that I was cooking food
3: yes
1: D- does Finn know how to cook food this is gonna be a fun episode <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean he, it, he, he's, he's probably worked on a number of like at sea or uh, home cooked seafood dishes well, um, and he, the only one kinda, he,
3: who can give you a uh, give you a chance is Bella. She's the only one that has resources left. So
0: yeah, she would definitely be down for providing Finn with.
3: I know, have as one many resource left.
0: she can procure. Um,
3: you don't have enough. Or, oh, I guess you do have enough to roll. Oh no, you can still roll when you have uh, resources left. You just have a negative modifier. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. I just,
2: Yeah. Well, I have um. Yeah, I have one resource left, but I'd have to roll two, right? Yes, yeah,
3: so you're you have a negative one modifier with two dice to roll. So you'd gotcha. have to get twos to even start to be successful, let alone what the difficulty is.
2: True.
1: Gotcha. But would laxatives really be that difficult to get a hold of? I think they'd
3: be a little more difficult than uh, just regular food. True.
2: Which I'm assuming, I'm assuming that the party, like, like they bought everything ahead of time and have all the ingredients and stuff there.
3: Oh, so you're just trying to get laxatives and you're not trying to get food.
2: I was (laughs) not trying to get food. Okay. I thought I was under the impression. Go ahead and give me a roll. Yep.
0: Oh, I'm I'm rolling this, right?
2: Uh, we'll
3: just have Finn roll. That's fives! (laughs) Okay, um... I'm going to say that you, since you got fives, you did not have the impression that they were going to have the food there. Because they, you went to the restaurant and you bought the food from the restaurant. Like, so it would be up to the restaurant to bring everything in to cater the meal. So along with the laxatives, you do get enough to at least give the appearance that you're going to cater for the whole party.
2: And that's all my resources.
3: All right, well, thank you all for listening very much. Uh, We will be back next week, maybe for the conclusion to this. Maybe it'll run two episodes. Who knows? I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. Uh, Not really. I actually did some good prep work today. But anyway, uh, we will catch you in two weeks' time. If you enjoyed, make sure you leave a review. Uh, Like us on Facebook. Join the Discord. Tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. All of those things that you can do to help us grow as a podcast, so that way we get our podcast into the hands of people who enjoy it just as much as you do. Until then... Have a great day.
2: Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.
3: Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn adventure game, the alloy of law supplement and the masks of the past supplement are owned by crafty games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and a boardroom design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.
1: Yeah, goal is destroy Irvin's and steal their shit.
2: Okay. Destroyer
1: method friends. is start a riot and steal your shit. <laughs> <laughs>